pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, hello, it's going well. It's going well, you're listening to One Life Left. This is Residence 104.4 FM. I am Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scanthory, and Steve Curran isn't here, which is why... We don't know what's going on, we played the theme twice. Because we're so excited. So excited. So excited. How are you doing, Anne? Do you know, I'm very good. Is it possible to get jet lag from that hour of sleep (laughs) that we got? We did, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know, how did you spend it? I sat playing Mario. It's exactly how it's exactly what I did yeah. as well. I was up till half past twelve uh, Saturday night, using that extra hour in advance, cashing I, it in. I used that actual extra hour. I saw the clock tick over oh, did you? and then tick back. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's been a good week for you, then, has yeah, it? Yeah, it's been a great week. Although, yeah, that has made me quite sleepy. But very excited to be here, Simon. Good. How's your week been? Uh, it's been all right, actually. I've, I do... Um, my concern... I, mean, I have many concerns about this <laughs> week's show, obviously. Uh, primary concern is that it's going to be too dominated by one subject. Uh, and, well, we've al- and we've already, already mentioned no, it. No, it's not. It's, it's not. Well, I think all your news should be about Mario. The whole conversation should be about Mario. Everything should... The music should, should be Mario. Yeah. We aren't sponsored, by the way. No. Uh, how are you getting on with it? Keep hold of this for the reviews. I don't think I don't think we can. No. And we should warn everybody then that if you're not playing Mario Odyssey and you plan to, I mean, we won't go out of our way to spoiler it, will we? So here's the thing: I haven't played loads of it yet. But you were up till t- two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was me starting it. Okay. I thought that would be a great time to start and okay. finish. Right. Uh, yeah, but let's let's chat about it through the show. Okay. Moment. Right. Well, thankfully, it's not just you, me, and a Few. plumber. Um, we are delighted to be joined in the studio by Jupiter Hadley. Hello. Hello, Jupiter. How's it going? It's going very well. And we've confirmed that's your real name. Yeah. It's the best name I've heard. 
Um, yeah, as, as, as mentioned upstairs, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the final, well, I'm not in the final st- uh, stages of doing this. My wife is in the final stages of, of cooking a human uh, to emerge into the world at the end of November. And uh, names are, we're thinking about those at the moment. And uh, I'm, I'm annoyed that I'd not heard Jupiter before I met you because I can't call my child Jupiter now, can I? You can, but it would be a bit weird. Would be a bit weird, but yeah, that's a good name. Thank you very much for coming on. There are plenty of other planets, so you can just use one of those. <laughs> I'm sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I hope it's going to be an all right show. Do you know what? I think that we just got, at the beginning, just got any like glitches out of our system. And from here on in... It's going to be a pro show. It's going to be a pro Before we move show. forward, have you, have, you, have you been playing Mario Jupiter? No. Get out. What no, it's are, good. No, no, what no, are no. you doing here? <laughs> this, uh, this is going to provide us with a bit of balance is in, it? in the I've show. I've come to not talk yeah. about it. To, okay. You know, pull I think out. we really need that today. Okay. That's why Steve isn't here. What, because he's busy playing Mario? Yeah. He's doing it right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get on with the show so we can, uh, we can head on home and carry on playing. But we're going to start, as we always do, with Anne's News. That's not working, is it? Seven oh four on Monday, the thirtieth of October. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. <laughs> <laughs> While you were at work, Sony announced a bunch of stuff at its Paris Games Week conference. Here are some of the things: Guacamole Two was teased, Blunky Two is happening, The Last of Us Part Two was shown, loads of VR games like Ultra Wings, Moss, and Megalith. A first look at Destiny 2's first expansion, Curse of Osiris, and loads of other things which aren't in here because it was on while we were at work. Makes your day seem pretty unproductive, doesn't it? Uh, it was going, yeah, it was still going on, wasn't it? Uh, oh Sony have gone big, uh, Paris this week, haven't they? Very big. Um, did you watch any of the stream? No, I was at work. Okay, so how, how, how did you catch up on it then? On the internet. Okay, all right. Jupiter, did you see any of the uh, any of the no, show? I was at work. <laughs> at work as well, were you? I was at work. I, I actually I wasn't watching it, but I saw those in front of me watching it. Oh yeah. Um, so I saw some 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 little bits and pieces. Um, what were your faves that you saw over someone's shoulder? Well, I'm just checking whether I'm allowed to say this on air. I didn't. A friend of ours' game got announced, but I'm not sure that he announced it. Jack Attridge's game uh, is. Was, Did that get announced? Let's, well, it has been now. Oh, let me quickly check. Yeah, now we, uh, Jack, uh, actually friend of the show, um, he's been working on this game for a very long time. Uh, and every time I see him, like, Jack, are you gonna, are you gonna be talking about it? He said, soon, soon, soon. soon. Um, and yes, I believe it was because he was doing some subtle tweeting beforehand going, we were very excited. Yeah, his tweeting has got less subtle since then. Okay. Here's what I've been working on for three years. Here's an interview about Erica in Paris on one hour sleep. He's not being subtle anymore. So. Okay, right. So he's announced Erica, which um, is an interactive drama for Playlink on PlayStation 4. Hmm. What on earth is Playlink? Playlink is their second screen technology where uh, they've only got one game out on it at the moment. Um, That's You, which is a quiz game. Uh, What's me? That's You, um, where um, you use your mobile phones as long as they're connected to the Google Play Store or the iOS oh. Store. You can't use Kindles. It turns out I of found course. out the hard way after updating my Kindle. Um, Becoming more popular having people tune in through phones. Right. Um Yes, and it, I mean, in, in, in my mind, that was pioneered by Jackbox, mm. where that actually has oh. 
Right. So great. Anybody with a browser, you don't need any apps. Yeah, you yeah. just go to jackbox.tv, you type in your code, and it's good fun, isn't it? It's weird. That seems like very simple and straightforward. Anybody can get on board with it. But but PlayStation's um, interaction sounds just a bit too convoluted. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's um, the, the reason why it requires a dedicated app is that what it's doing is slightly more technically accomplished, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up to you whether you decide that, you know, uh, putting more friction in the way is, is, uh, is, is worth it. Um, they've got uh, the Outpatient. That's coming. That's a playlink. So mm-hmm. um, what they're trying to do is encourage people to uh, gather around a screen um, and have shared experiences because games can often be very solitary. Obviously, you can play together, but this is a way of um, ensuring that everybody's getting involved. Um, so, I think it's I think it's the out the outsider. Um, I, I, I just I can't remember the name of this game. I think that's part of its problem. Um, the outpatient, uh, where you will um, you'll decide. I think uh, it's a it's an until dawn style game where you will decide what the character should do, which is a way that. People played until dawn anyway. They've also got Hidden Agenda coming, where uh, I think it's a spy game where each of us will have our own objectives. I love spy games. There you go, it makes coming. me distrust my friends a lot. Okay. That would be the point. Yes. Yeah. Right. They've also got um, a quiz game coming, I believe, in December. I, was, I forget who I was told that by. That might be a secret. <laughs> um, and then Erica, which is a high production. Uh, it's, Jackson, it's three years then, he said, is it? Yeah. He's very slow at making video games. Yeah, do you he? think he should speed up a little bit? <laughs> he should. Just release it, just send it. Ship, ship it. it, exactly. Um, yeah, it's an interactive drama. And he showed me some of the technology that he was uh, using a, a couple of years ago. And it looked, it looked really, really brilliant then. Uh, these games seem to be... Um, coming back in fashion, uh, FMV. You know, we used mm. to scoff at those in, on the in the nineties, <laughs> and uh, the CDR games. But yeah, this one and um, yeah, what it was doing was very clever. So I'm very excited to see it. When's it coming out? Hasn't said. Okay, that was announced. I saw they showed some uh, Call of Duty stuff. I, I wasn't interested in that. No, all looks the same. Um, it I, all is the same. That's the issue. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Last Guardian. That's still not out yet, is it? The remastered version. I think they was they showed that one. Where? Well, what? Yeah, they're re- they're remaking it, aren't they? Because they did Ico. No, not Last Guardian. Um, yeah. I think it's Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah, yeah, that would make more sense. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, it was a big production, big exciting thing. Mm. It's all kicking off in Paris, and it's interesting they've done it all in Paris and not one of the other game shows. Well, or one of their own because they've got PSX in December. <laughs> uh, and so, wait yeah. that long. Well, this yeah, it is. It's an interesting ship. But it's good to see Europe getting a bit a bit of the limelight, I guess. Yeah. And this isn't working. This isn't doing what I want it to do. Flick it up. But see, look, I'm doing that. Uh, Get your hankies out and be sure to exaggeratedly blow your nose because the Kinect is no more. Microsoft has stopped manufacturing the device. Initially very popular, it was the fastest selling consumer electronics device when it launched in 2010 and has since sold around 35 million units. It's fallen out of favour since. Uh, It seems that bundling it with the Xbox One and raising the price of the console was a pretty bad idea after all. Uh, who is anybody genuinely upset about this? No, no, and you and don't uh, shaking your head doesn't really no. work on radio. Sorry. No, okay, I uh, yeah, I'm not particularly either. Um, I just wanted to talk about it because I wanted us to relive the story now that it is dying off. I just feel that we should once more relive the story of how Martin Hollis <laughs> ruined the Connect demo when it was first coming out by wearing all black. That's just what Martin Hollis does. Is he just wears all black and they got someone up on stage to 
demo. This is right, isn't it? Is it? I, this, yeah. this is news to me. No, I'm sure that we've talked about this on the show before. I, I, they, got, yeah. they got him up and uh, he was wearing all black and so the Connect couldn't quite Did he? differentiate. Did you do it on purpose? No, no, no. He never does anything on purpose. That's true. Okay. Um, Have you what, ever used the Connect though? Yeah, I tried to. I mean... Um, it came out on the 360. It was quite exciting for a while, wasn't it? And then, and, but uh, its insistence on selecting a, it needed to know who was playing, which was always really annoying. And then it was, it would always ask you, "What storage device do you want to save? You, I want to save it on the hard drive. What's the matter?" With? <laughs> and then you had to move a hand around. And um, for me, I mean, there were some really. I was going to say there were some really good experiences. There was one really good experience. Happy Action Theatre was loads mm-hmm. of fun on Connect. <laughs> Uh, then we then we played the sequel, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and that was a bit messy. Um, uh, that was good, but everything else was never it never really lived up to the promise. Um, mm. They did the Disneyland game, which I was really excited about. This sort of virtual tour, and again, very very cumbersome. Who oh, who's playing this? Oh, I don't recognise you now. Is what you say? That's always happening at Disneyland, isn't it? You get kicked out for not being recognised. Mm. Um, biggest crime connect Star Wars, which was just impossible to play. Mm. I've only used it once very recently. At MCM Comic Con, they had them in booths where you could play Powerpuff Girls and you could use the Kinect. And the way that they designed the Powerpuff Girl characters, their arms were so small that it just didn't work. Okay. Because it didn't feel right. Right, right. Who was making that game then? Uh, Cartoon Network, apparently. For the Kinect? Or were they just Uh, using that technology? They were just using it at uh, MCM to demo their new Powerpuff Girl. They have a new Powerpuff Girl. Because it was. It was quite ahead of its time, wasn't it? In actually what it was doing, the way that it was mapping what was around you. Because it's the same technology that the iPhone's got for recognising your face, isn't it? Yeah, that's going to go well. (laughs) (laughs) BAFTA has added a new category to its 2018 Game Awards. The Game Beyond Entertainment category has been introduced to recognise games that deliver a transformational experience beyond pure entertainment. Entries will be judged on emotional impact, thematic fit and innovative use of the medium to explore and deliver impactful messages. BAFTA reviews its award categories each year in order to remain relevant and right now there is nothing more relevant than crying. What does that mean? You know the games that you don't really like? The oh, ones yeah, that make you do emotion. <laughs> okay. But don't make you feel like you're having a that, good... But aren't good. But aren't fun times. <laughs> okay. Like, it's those ones. Like Journey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one BAFTAs, though. Why do they need to make more categories for Journey? Uh, because there are more of these games... Like, m- many more of these well, games coming Name out. another one. Okay, the, so the one that I always think of is That Dragon Cancer. Yeah. Okay. You can't say that's fun. No. But you can say it's doing something interesting with the media. I agree. Very much. Good. So you think this is a good category? Well, but surely that Dragon Cancer is not eligible for anything now either, is it? <laughs> There's more games. You're just not aware of them. Okay. There's tons and tons of indie games constantly that come out that have like really personal stories. In okay. Them. Tons of them. Like, so what would you, what, so what would you be your hot tips for the for the Baftas next year then in this category? Submit your games. <laughs> Make personal games around experiences that you have as a developer. But are there any that you're playing at the moment that you think would suit this? Uh, I don't have titles off the top of my head, to okay. be completely honest. But there was a game jam recently that was all about making flat games. So flat games are like um, just sort of pictures that move along and tell a story. And it was just about telling emotional stories about your experiences as in life um, that you've put in this medium. And there were lots of um, stories about people who had transitioned, about people who had grew up in abusive households and then got out of it, about people who had been through depression. And that's those are games that would fit in this category well, but they wouldn't really be fun games. Necessarily to play. No. Um, 
that dragon that dragon cancer won a BAFTA. I, I'm just I'm sorry. I think I think it's definitely a worthy category. Yeah. I completely I completely agree. But you don't think that there's I, well, enough. I, I, to warrant it? I just, I, I think, because Papers, Please won, yeah, so this is one that they would won a BAFTA. Cite. That Dragon Cancer, did that win a BAFTA? I mean, Journey certainly did. It won too many BAFTAs, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And, and actually, you know, you joke about I, me hating those. That's not, it's not true. I do, I thought Papers, Please was fantastic. I just, I didn't get on with Journey. And that's okay, I, I just, Simon. Right. It's okay for you not to get on with them. But you do have to admit, you look beautiful. <laughs> Maybe it'll encourage more to be made. Sorry. Maybe it'll encourage more to be made. Yeah. No. And again, I think I think that that is a very good thing. But uh, yeah, I won't be playing them. <laughs> Manager 2018 will see some players come out as gay in the game. You'll receive a news item in your inbox telling you if you're, uh, one of your newly generated fictional players has come out. Sports Interactive's Miles Jacobson has said of the feature, being gay is just a totally normal thing in life and it's the right thing to put in the game because it's something that we're going to see more of in the future. It's worth noting that Sports Interactive didn't push this as a bit of publicity and just put it in the game. There's been a bit of negativity around the feature, but TBH, if you have an issue with this, we're more than happy... To show you the red card. That's a great football, football uh, thing. Reference. Yes. Uh, yes, it's a shame this is a news story, isn't it? Um, so I think it's a news story because it's, it is interesting. And it is, so both in football and in games, like representation is uh, not as diverse as it should be. Um, particularly thinking, so uh, Football Manager obviously reaches a lot of football fans. And there are currently no... Uh, openly gay football players and I feel like this is such a um, a good way of Sports Interactive just trying just normalising this mm. um, and normalising it for fans and making the environment a more welcoming uh, place so that if if players do want to come out they can or you know hopefully at some point nobody needs to come out you can just be Whoever you are, but right now this is, I think, a very good thing. It is interesting that they are taking the lead on that. The, mm. the uh, point you made was one that I was going to bring up. But yeah, it's, it's not. Mm. It's it's um, yeah. That's that's such a shame. Good on them. Yeah, I saw um, some of. Uh, so I follow Miles on Twitter, and I saw some of the responses to it. And it just made me so angry. I had to turn off Twitter because people's responses. This doesn't have anything to do with football. Can't you just te- take this feature out? So, <laughs> what? what I, oh. Sh- just go go away, go away. Uh, but Miles's response was he just um, there's a BBC article uh, that was written um, that he just kept uh, sending to them, going, "Look, if you have any issues, everything is answered in there. Right, like everything is answered in there." Mm. Um, which I think is just very interesting. And he's like, "Some people will stop buying the game because of this, and that's a shame, but they're missing out. Mm. Their loss." <laughs> And finally, this Halloween, Amazon is letting its drivers enter your home at will. Amazon Key is available for Prime members and will allow deliveries to be dropped right into your home. An Amazon driver delivery will be able to open your door when you aren't there and leave your package in your house. The in-home kit will cost $250 and will come with the Amazon Cloud Cam indoor security camera and a compatible smart lock for your front door. You'll get a notification that the delivery is happening so you'll be able to watch as a stranger enters your house and leaves a box inside. It's an odd one, this, isn't it? Because yeah. like most Amazon products, uh, the uh, the dash button, the delivery by drone, um, you think oh, that's, a, that's an April Fool's. Yeah, yes. I was like, wait, ha- do we do jokes on Halloween? Is this a tr- one of those tricks for Halloween? Maybe I just don't understand Halloween well enough. But no, this is happening. 
That's weird. That's really weird. Would you consider it Jupiter? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> People must. Even if I could watch them, I couldn't be bothered to take out the app and watch them live. And I'd be too, like, paranoid. We get so many packages. Yeah. I'd be so paranoid mm-hmm. that they're just, like, looking at... And if I was a delivery driver and I could just go into people's homes, I'd look around a bit. So... <laughs> What um, safeguards are there then? Well, so you get alerted uh, before it's going to happen. So if you're at home and say you're in the middle of something and you don't want them to come in, you can just say, cancel, cancel them coming into my house. So you can do that. Okay. Um, you- <laughs> it's one of those tick boxes, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? When you order something, do you yeah. consent to somebody... Well, yeah. Marketing emails, someone yeah. in your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, they So they will give you a notification just before it's about to happen so that you can go to the app and watch it happen live. Okay. And then you'll get a notification when your door has been locked afterwards. They will always knock on your door before answering, just to give you they're that. Very, they're very yeah. polite, the Amazon They are very, now. very <laughs> polite. Um, and uh, so it's a secure, um, a secure lock. You'll also be able to give the code... Uh, to your friends and family. So, for example... I don't want them coming around my house anyway, <laughs> let alone in it. So maybe this isn't for you. OK. But I was... So I before I'd read that bit about it, I was like, huh, you know, this would be very useful. If you lock yourself out and you've left your keys at your someone and they're away on holiday and you can't get back into your flat, you just got to order a DVD box set. <laughs> That's the same like, prime now. Cheers, mate. Just, yeah. um, if I could just get in there too, that would be okay. great. Who controls the... Um, the lock on this then like mm. so would delivery drivers be able to go around or would amazon go like you're at because you can track your amazon delivery man can't you yeah very excited about on friday when he was around with all the marios <laughs> it's like father christmas but um yeah so would, would it only be like if you've got something coming or could they could well not- so i assume they get given a code and that and that code is a one-time usage once once used never again right um so yeah i figure that's how like i don't think it would just be so it's not it's not a lock and key situation where they just have a master lock to everybody's house it's a lock and code it's a lock and code okay um you uh dangerous though you mentioned the price was in dollars yes so so is it only available in america currently only rolled out in major um american cities but if it goes well maybe it'll come to the uk yeah well um they can keep it it, frankly (laughs) thanks Anne. It's going terrible. It's going terribly. Um, oh, it's not. It's not letters time yet, is it? No. Um, yeah. I don't know what's up with this desk and why it's not doing things when <laughs> I want it to, uh, or why in particular it's not playing. Try Let's try now. again. See, look, no, it's not doing it. Try again. No, I'm going to just push the button.
You haven't heard this before, Anne. Have I? Have I? Have you? I'm asking where. I said. I don't know it. That doesn't mean I haven't heard it. Have you heard it? Wow. Can you guess where it's from? <laughs> I can tell you love it. Thank you. It's a Mario Odyssey single. This is, is it? This is out on iTunes. You can, you can buy it. Oh, my God. It's performed in the game. She just started playing. She's not that far. Are we just playing it out? I'm going to put it on again <laughs> so you can appreciate it properly. Like, uh, when you buy... So the lyrics to this yes. are in the game. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the packaging. Oh, oh Simon, I bought it digital. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. How much did you pay for that? Oh, it's really expensive. Well, exactly. I got mine for £35 off Amazon. Yeah, but I And a man like... let himself... A man came down my <laughs> chimney. <laughs> uh, I was concerned if I didn't get it digital, then I just wouldn't buy it. OK. Did you preload it? Because they, uh, yeah. they included that feature for the first time, didn't they? It was, like, there, waiting to download. And then when I woke up in the morning... Oh, it's a me. <laughs> Mario. Um... Right, well, you've missed that then, because the lyrics are in there and you can oh, no. sing along. <laughs> Have you it's been? got its own single. How ridiculous is that? Is that going to be a new trend in games? Every I'd... game, every release game comes with a, a new single. Well, I mean, why not? Listen, listen to the lads. There's no time to waste No. I knew something was up when this wasn't news. This is all I listen to now. This is all I do. Uh. Yeah, uh, you can buy it on iTunes. Um, yeah, it's a separate single. It's good, isn't it? It's great. You wait till you experience that in the game, though. That is, it's genuinely, what bit? What bit genuinely oh, one I, of the. I've been playing with the sound off. You know me. Oh, I never Anne. play with the sound on. <laughs> I'm playing on the tube. You can't play with the sound on on the tube. Could be a headphones. Let's do the Odyssey. <laughs> do that. Everybody be joining in. I could start busking. You, you need to stop playing with the sound off. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, oh, I'm not going I'm, to. I mean, maybe we'll talk about Mario yeah. later. Maybe. When I was a kid, I played with the sound off. I wasn't allowed to play. Like, I had a, a Game Boy Advance SP. And I wasn't okay. allowed to play with the sound on. What? And when I was 18, I started playing with the sound on because someone pointed out that I hadn't ever heard the sound. I'd never heard any of the Pokemon soundtrack. Right. And now I just instinctively play games when I'm playing them for fun. Did the, the SP? The SP didn't have a headphone adapter, did it? No. No, that's why you were... Yeah, you had to buy a separate thing, right? Yep. Interesting. Okay, so it wasn't that you weren't allowed to put the sound up. No, I wasn't allowed to put the sound up. You weren't allowed to. No, it's too no noise, no stop. Really? Yeah. I feel this interview could take a different turn now because your childhood sounds appalling. (laughs) 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 That's it. Uh, Jupiter, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Apart from you know (laughs) the bleak times when you were younger, uh, how are you? I'm doing very well. I don't mind the blink times when I was younger. Yeah, if you'd have missed them. Well, I don't know. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so my real name is Jupiter Hadley. Fantastic. Um, I do a lot of stuff in the indie game community. Um, I record and cover a lot of indie games on my YouTube channel. I've uh, recorded about 20,000 indie games in the last four-ish years. Whoa. So, yeah, I play a lot of games okay. um, that you've never heard of, which is the interesting bit. Yeah. Um, Where do you find them then? 
Um, so I primarily cover Game Jam games because I used to want to become a game developer like everyone else and um, <laughs> found that I suck at programming. Okay. So I decided to start covering games and it was really interesting to find out that games are made in such short amounts of time. If you don't know what a Game Jam is, it's where developers get together, make a game around a theme or diversifiers in a set amount of time, sometimes 48 hours, sometimes a week. But it just it was really strange to me that people could do that. So um, itch, itch.io has a great jam system. Game Jolt has a jam system. And then there are several other websites that regularly hold game jams like the GM48. Um, and I run IndieGameJams.com, which is a huge uh, calendar of all of the online and worldwide game jams going on right now. They're quite popular, aren't they? There does seem yes. to be one all the time. There's 40 going on at any given point. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Um, what do you think the, uh, the appeal is with uh, game jams? Because it's not just people that have never made a game before. Mm. It's experienced yeah. uh, game developers that are, I don't know, scratching an itch or yep. taking a break from their... Um, and uh, you can, yeah, you, you often um, see games that are, that, yeah, I guess you wouldn't have got through any other way. It's people, the way that people mm. interpret those subjects. What are the, um, so can you give us some examples of games and their, and their subjects and what, what people have been doing? Give you examples of games and their subjects. Well, just in the, you know, because often these game jams start from uh, one word. Yes. And it's how people interpret that one word. Those in... aren't my favourite type of jams, okay. actually. My favourite type of jams are ones that come around a concept. So a game by its cover was a recent one where people had submitted this gallery of like beautiful box art from games that don't exist and people had to take that box art and make the game for it. Wow. And those types of things are really cool. Ones that um, mess around with the mechanics. So the 365 Indies is a game jam that I started covering today actually and their theme was Death is Useful. And it's funny seeing how that plays into the mechanics as opposed to having a theme like Beach and everyone makes a game around the beach. Um, I find those to be more interesting. Um... So you're finding these on... Uh, so you're going to the game jams themselves? Uh, most game jams happen online. Oh, okay. I go to quite a few physical game jams and bug developers while they're trying to make stuff and go, hey, tell me about your stuff. I know that you're really, really busy, but talk to me. Um, but most of them are online, and I find them through IndieGameJams.com. Right. Very good. Um, we, uh, we went to a game jam earlier this year, didn't we? Yeah. That was our, that was our first game jam. Yeah. Uh, I was absolutely staggered by uh, the energy, enthusiasm, mm. like people staying up for two days yep. and sleeping there and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was really interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, there's so many uh, fascinating stories there. Like, obviously, you know, you meet loads of different people, uh, many different backgrounds. Uh, and I think we, we've talked about her before, Victoria, who we met there, who uh, doesn't make games. She's a stonemason. And she just wanted to come along for the experience. Mm. And she ended up working on a board game, found like a, a team. So we met her at the very beginning. Like there's, um, it's just such an interesting way of meeting people. I think that's, in my head, game jams are about that. It's about working together and meeting people. Mm. So I guess I don't really, I, I feel like uh, online game jams, must are they more solitary? Um, not necessarily. You've got things like Discord, Skype, uh, Slack, and people will find communities that way or find team members that way. And a lot of game jams have um, places where you can find a community around it. So Itch has like a built-in community tab where people can post, hey, I'm an artist and I'd like to be a part of this. Um, so people tend to find other people to work with if they want to. Quite a few people are solo developers just looking to work on something with a solid deadline. Because a lot of times um, indies are working from home and they don't have a solid endpoint. So having something restrictive like a jam gives them just time to work through it and something to submit at the end um, as motivation. Uh, while I was up uh, at 2am the other day okay. watching... Getting, it, getting your hour back. Yeah, getting my hour back. Uh, there, I saw that there was a zero-hour game jam, yep. uh, which happens just in that 
Wow. Yeah. That hour okay. that you gained. Yeah. And I saw, uh, so I saw that Terry Kavanagh had plotted out uh, how long he thought his game would take, and he thought it would take about 48 hours to create, so he just made something that was as close as he could possibly get to it. But I found that very interesting. That's like a very time-specific, but a very short mm. amount of time, and I just wonder how much you could possibly get done in one hour. Every week there's a weekly game jam on Saturday that's one hour long. Wow. And it's surprising because um, there's so many engines out there now. And like the Pico 8 engine specifically, you can make stuff so fast, like simple games so fast in Pico 8. Game Maker, you can make stuff so fast in it. that Some people can, if they have the skill, can make something playable. A lot of times people don't end up making something that's even a game. Mm. But that's okay. It's just to have fun, really. You mentioned that... Um... You felt that your your coding skills weren't up to it. What what have you what have you tried to work with? Uh, so I made some games in Game Maker. Yeah. Because um, it's easy to yeah. use and it's what my friends used at the time, and found that I hate remembering code and okay. trying to figure stuff out, and I get so frustrated when things don't work, and it's just not for me. Right. Wow. I loved game. Yeah. I'm, I well, I I, I made uh, three terrible games in Game Maker. Um, hey, one of them was all right. <laughs> one of them was... I made two terrible games okay. on the same boat. Right, right, right. Yeah, I I, I, um, I really enjoyed it. So uh, that's part of your uh, part of your role. You mentioned earlier that you're uh, you're all over the place. You're going to mm. meetups and stuff like that. Which what 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 meetups are you are you regularly at? So I run a Game Maker meetup, funnily enough, uh, with two other people, and that is a meetup for people in London who are interested in Game Maker Studio, um, or who just like talks about game engines and are curious about Game Maker, and that's quite nice. Um, it's traveling around. We've we're only we've only done three so far. This will be the third one coming up this month. Okay, and um, are you being supported by YoYo and that? Are they? Um, they're interested. Okay, but come on, YoYo. They're actually hosting us at Playtech um, and providing some food for the okay, next good. one, so that's good. All right, it's good. Okay, so there's that. Um, there's else? the one you never come to. Um, <laughs> the Ancient Indies meetup. Um, I've been unable to come. I do want to come. I do. I, yeah. I genuinely want to come. I've got as I think as as I mentioned earlier. I've, there's there's quite a lot going on at, actually at the moment. Maybe I'll, I'll bring my interestingly named child along. <laughs> we'll <laughs> to, judge the name to the next one. Yeah. Uh, so how many how many go to the Hitch in Indies? Um, it varies, at least five, sometimes nine. It's a small meetup, but okay. it's nice. And you were doing something at Loading yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I helped run Indies Unplayed, which was this event at the Loading Bar. It's going to be three times a year, um, we believe, and it's just a load of Indies who haven't quite finished their game, show it off and get feedback from players and the general public who come there to drink. Um, and it was quite fun. There were lots of really awesome games, right. and it was great to play them. So they, so the, um, they will be finished, will they? Well, that, I hope that's the that idea, be is it? Okay, yeah. right. Good. Pretty busy. I, uh, yeah. Jupiter showed us her calendar earlier, and it looked uh, chock a block. It was very filled <laughs> in, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of thing was stressing me out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how can how can people keep up with uh, with all these things that you're going to, all the stuff that you're at? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, and then get links for everything else. I'm at Jupiter underscore Hadley on Twitter. Uh, pretty straightforward. And um, for events specifically, I have a newsletter that I produce every month. That's all of the events I'm going to or have heard of around England. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. You're going to stick around, aren't you? Uh, and I'm going to see if we can make this CD work. It's me, Mario.
Mario. Here we go. Okay, so you know the bass line for this, don't you? Obviously, what is it? Uh... Really sensing a theme here, Simon. Well, okay, so this is... Uh, but where is this from? Is this piece of music Mario from? Mario Brothers. Jupiter says Mario Brothers. Would you like to... This specific theme. Oh, it, it's from a particular level. No. Mario Brothers on the NES, Second Castle, I don't know. It's not, no. Uh, it's actually not from a Mario game. Where is it from, Simon? I tell you. Yeah. You'll recognise it from Just Dance 3. <laughs> there are specific moves which I'm disappointed that you two are not doing. No. No? I'm disappointed you're not doing it. You picked the song. Well, I didn't want to give give, give it away, no, did I? I wanted to show... Well done. Those moves are, yes. This is uh, from uh, Just Dance 3. It is uh, Just Mario. Is the uh, it's... Great name. <laughs> okay, should we, uh, we crack on with the show then? Let's and it. let's try and um, make sure the CD's working. But, uh, yeah, you can enjoy this in Just Dance 3 if it's your thing. Just Dance Connect? No, that was Dance Central. Yes. Yeah. Different speed now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's crack on. Thank you very much for your letters. We only um, you know, had to ask twice this week, didn't we? You know we? what they say? You only have to ask twice. Exactly. And, and Tony... Then, and you'll get them coming. Tony Gowlin responded to Dear Team and SSG, but mainly the SSG. That's you, Jupiter. Yes. Uh, Tony writes, I have an idea for a game. In it, a hundred indie games are dropped onto an island to fight to the death for media coverage. The working title is Jupiter Hadley's Indiepocalypse. Just quickly and off the top of your head, which 100 indie games would you pick? <laughs> Looking forward to getting the legal work sorted soon. Cheers, Tony. Which 100 indie games I'd pick? Go. Ah, uh, Overcooked, Cuphead. I'm just going to start naming them. Snake <laughs> Pass, Ruya. I, don't, I can't name 100 okay. indie games off the what, what that do you think? fantastic, though. Of Tony's core idea, you, you, you're up for it, yeah? Oh, yeah. Let's make it. Okay. <laughs> Have good. fun sorting that out. Any, uh, any indies that you'd chuck in there, Anne? No. No? No. Well, we, we've got 96 I'm do- more. I'm doing uh, 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 and triple A. Uh, 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 and triple A apocalypse. I'm going to work on the title. Okay. <laughs> You've got a letter, don't you? I do. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Well, Halloween is here. I saw a fascinating roundup of horror films that feature video games, noting that protagonist is obsessed with game that becomes real has been a trope since the 80s. There is a new podcast exploring the Polybius myth, the urban legend of an arcade game that causes loss of memory, time and possibly life. What's your favourite creepy game story? I think mine is the uh, creepypasta about Pokemon Black, a bootleg cartridge where your companion is a ghost with only one move. Kill. Don't have nightmares. Robert. Crikey. Okay. Yeah. What's, uh, do you have a, do you have any creepy stories about video games, Jupiter? I hate horror games. Do you? I really dislike them. When I was younger, I used to play them anyway. I just played Spl- Slender, and there's just a video of me on the internet crying while playing Slender. It's great. Um, I, I don't like horror games. Okay. I don't know that many horror stories around games, like 
myths around video games, like sort of like The Ring, but... Yeah, we need to come up with some, don't we? That's yeah. a really good... Maybe uh, we should start spreading some rumours. Right, okay. Yeah, um... Yeah, I, I'm fascinated by all these asynchronous horror games that are pot all the rage at the moment. I've not actually got around to playing Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th game. Mm-hmm. Um... But, uh, yeah, they seem to be all the rage as well, don't they? Anything creepy as anybody. I guess you could have a creepy story about those guys that spend three days in an internet cafe and find out that they're dead. In fact, this happened. Um, A man was playing it in an internet cafe in Korea. And um, uh, that was fine. He often disappeared. Okay. but his friends knew that uh, he was fine because they could see his account. His, his gaming account was still going. He died earlier. <laughs> but or something. That's spooky. His character continues exactly. playing. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you didn't say it. Okay. Well, it's all right. I think, I think still, it's a great story. Yeah, that's the creepiest one I've ever made up. Jupiter, you've got a letter. I have. I've been handed a letter. Dear team and SSG, I know you appreciate the punctuality of this email, which is being created while you are live on air. I have to wait until tomorrow for my copy of Mario Odyssey to get here, which has been killing me. In the meantime, since it's a day to, uh, since it's a day to typically do something scary tomorrow, I was wondering if you had any recommendations of something I can play tomorrow to keep the scaries away. Something upbeat, cheerful, and not at all scary, please. But not Mario, since I won't have it until much le- <laughs> later. Love and kisses, Chris Stewart. Oh, what's the least Halloween game? It is Mario, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's a game that's so it's, cheerful it's and so it. bright. No, ghosts in it. No, it no. Does. Too Halloween. Too uh, Halloween. What about... Some, okay, something like Just Dance. Um, some kind of dancing game. Because go, they can't kill you if they can't if they can't catch you. They can't kill you if you're dancing. Exactly. Right. Apart from that one time. Uh, <laughs> I've got a real recommendation. Okay. Um, Done Pets. Uh, Done Pets Color. You can play it on your mobile device or on computer. It's um, an alpha stage. But it's sort of like Pokemon. Pokemon, except you don't actually um, capture animals by fighting them. It's super adorable, really cute. Um, instead, you sort of fight them and they run away because there's like a curse on some of them. But you find pets through eggs and you get to feed them and nurture them and hope that they fight for you. And it's really cute. That sounds good. That's a perfect answer. Thank you very much for your letters. Uh, do please keep them coming to... Team.1lifeleft.com uh, Right, we should go back to another piece of music and then we will return with reviews. <laughs>
more to your liking? Oh, no, I really like the others. In okay. fact, preferred them. Did you? I uh, just didn't know them. Right, this is uh, taken from... Uh, this is from OC Remix. It's uh, Tricky Labyrinth from the Super Mario RPG. Huh. Definite so, theme here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually ran out. Um, I was trying to get hold of... Um, uh, some of the music from Mario Rabbids as well, but I didn't quite manage to do. I should have. Yeah, I can't play it off that computer, and no. that's very good too. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so yes, you can find this music on uh, OC Remix and uh, the other stuff just from video games. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? Uh, we should we should crack on really because we've got. I think we've got something important to talk about. Yes. Oh, have we, Simon? It's reviews. Do you want to go first? Or should we just go... Together? Together. Well, I did start playing This Is The Police, which we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, It's the first game I've ever been slightly embarrassed to be playing on the train. Oh, really? It's got a very sexy opening (laughs) from the naughty policeman. What does he do? Well, uh, the opening animation follows money around um, a club. Oh. And there's some uh, some people dancing in and stuff like that. It's an adult club, And some, some, some very harsh language. Oh, really? I had to turn my switch. To, like, oh. I started playing it and, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a resource management game themed around uh, uh, you running, um, you have 180 days to make some money, as we discussed last week. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's a really nice, lovely sense of style, but I started playing it in the morning, I got Mario, and I had to stop playing it because I was playing Mario. Uh, uh, shall I do my mini review as well? Go on then. Uh, so I was playing, oh, hang on, I just set the title up. That one that, oh, King Oddball, uh, oh, which yeah. is a good um, Halloween-y themed game. Um, it came with a recommendation from Steve, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he said, just play it. You can play it in very short sections. Uh, it's, um, so you, you are playing, so you're working your way around the grid, unlocking all these puzzles. Uh, you play as like a pumpkin head with a very long tongue that has to swing like grenades and things down to explode tanks and helicopters. Uh, it's very fun, like very easy to get into. Uh, you've got other little mini games that you can do as you work your way around the map. Like, yeah, super fun, very quick and easy, but it was out the uh, same week as Mario. So. Okay, so yeah, uh, this is a police get 7 out of 10. What about... Uh, 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, I've got a game. Can I talk about my game? As long as it's Mario. It's not Mario. <laughs> okay, go on. And it's not released yet, but it'll be released Thursday. Ah, it's an, ex- an exclusive. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so I've really, really been um, looking forward to the release of Ruya. It's like a meditative mobile experience um, where you are sort of matching little... It's like a match three, but it's totally not a match three because you have to match in specific patterns. But the story behind it is Rua fell in love with um, her partner and then her partner went away after they had adopted these children. And now she's sad and she's grown these huge antlers and she can't remember things and she's gone into a meditative state. And there she sort of solves puzzles with the pictures of these children they adopted to grow this beautiful garden. And it goes through different environments. It's really wonderfully done. And the developers behind it looked into sort of sweet sleep patterns and tones that help get you in a meditative state. Wow. So when you play it, it's supposed to like put you to sleep or get you settled down. Right. It's just so beautifully done. Okay, does it work? Uh, well, it's quite relaxing. I've really, really enjoyed playing Because it. aren't you supposed to not look at screens before you go to bed? So... Oh, yeah. So is this just getting you back to what you would have been like if you had not been looking at a screen? <laughs> it's really well done, though. The audio okay. track's quite relaxing. When's it coming out? It's coming out uh, Thursday, so November 2nd, Exclusive. I believe, on iOS. Okay. And not Android? It's coming out on Android later. Okay. Score? 7 out of 10. Um... 
So, anything else, Anne? Um, I think there's one thing we need to cover. I just also did play a bit of this little... This little I think you're, you might have heard of this little indie game. Um... I've never seen anything like it. So how many friends have you got on your on your Switch? Oh, none. Okay. So yeah. all of them were playing uh, Mario, yeah. all of my friends. Yeah. Uh, everyone was Wait, enjoying it. We're not friends on Switch. <laughs> it's awkward, isn't it? It is awkward, isn't it? Yeah. It's because... Um, I have a grey Switch. Because we've got a Discord. Okay, so tell me about uh, Mario Odyssey. Uh, Mario Odyssey is, is Mario and he's got a hat. He does have a hat, doesn't <laughs> That's he? That's it. Right. Doesn't he have so a ghost he's... friend as well? How far... So what's the plot of this one? I don't know. I'm not that far okay. in. I really want to... So... I've researched this. I can tell you the plot. I, yeah. Don't tell me the plot. No spoilers. <laughs> Wait, right at the very start, what's happening? Oh, there's... Naughty Pe- Bowser. Pe- Bowser, and then he takes Peach and Why? Why? And... Because he's mean? They're trying to get married. Trying to get married. I'm off now for my wedding with Peach, he says. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually play this <laughs> I think I took that. that right yeah. at the start. Yeah. It was late, wasn't it? Was it was 2 a.m. Okay. Uh, and then Mario's like, don't worry, I'll get you. Right. And, off, <laughs> and then he's got a hat. Off he goes. Yeah. So the core mechanic with this one is that he does have the hat, which enables him to jump. It also enables him to uh, transform into other mm. characters within the world. Um, he has to stop Bowser from marrying Peach because he doesn't want that. She, it appears that she doesn't want that either. Um, and so off Bowser jumps on his uh, ship in the sky mm-hmm. uh, and Mario goes right after him. It's... Go on. Doesn't Mario have like a little ghost buddy and Bowser's taken the ghost buddy's uh, sibling, which is the tiara for the wedding. Exactly right, yeah. yeah. Bowser's not very nice, is he? No, because but it's not just Mario alone. There's a ghost there helping. Yeah, well, the, it's a, there's a sort of spirit of the cap, really, so, uh, that uh, so it goes into his red cap. So um, it's the most playful video game I think I've I've, I've ever enjoyed. Um, it's just... You, you can imagine... I mean, I don't know how many people it took to make this, but you can imagine that everybody there was grinning all of the time. It displays more invention within its opening five minutes than I think many games do in their entire running time. What I loved about it particularly was that um, it's it's been doing some stuff with trailers and all that sort of things um, in advance of its release. Uh, it gets everything. So everything you've seen in the trailer, you'll see in the first 20 minutes of the game. That's where I'm at. Right. And um, yeah, because there are bits in the trailer, you're like, oh, okay, that's going to be... In-. And it just goes, right, here you go, guys. That's, that's, that's what's, what's going to be happening. Um, so the object uh, really is to uh, stop Peach marrying... Uh, sorry, stop Bowser forcing Peach into a to a marriage um, and you do this by tra- travelling after him and collecting power moons which pa- which uh, fuel up your spaceship the Odyssey you travel between distance worlds and all that sort of stuff what they've done is they've taken this epic adventure um, I've finished it thanks uh, it took about 11 hours thing to get through the story mode it's taken this epic adventure that um, but what we've seen, I thought we think we saw it with with, with uh, Zelda, and it's what the Switch games do so brilliantly. Is it's an epic adventure distilled into tiny, frequent moments. So you, you can play it for a couple of minutes and think that you've made progress. Mm. Um, these power moons, of which you know you, uh, I can't remember how many you actually need in order to uh, get through the story mode. Um, there are eight or nine hundred of them in the game in total, Whoa. and actually, I've, I've been—I've um, discovered a new phrase which I've not heard before: um, post-game. So the post-game content. So um, 
and and it's once you finish the game it's literally just the start of what you're doing and so um people you know what i've enjoyed about mario uh, in particular is that i've never got stuck there's always something for me to do even the bosses which in most video games are appalling are funny and actually reasonably easy yeah. and also what it does if it recognizes that you're having trouble it changes the way that and it goes hey you might be having a little bit of trouble here do you want a hand you go yes i do uh, and so you get to the end and then it goes uh, with genuinely one of the open the curtain moments where you're like whoa I did not see this coming this is brilliant and yeah I finished it last Wednesday and I've been playing nothing else since that's great so I th- what I really enjoy about it is I think that it captures like the fun of very early Mario but like in this incredibly oh the world is just so gorgeous and just running around it is um, heaps of fun. I really uh, like the interaction. I think the throwing a hat is great and maybe that's something we should start just doing. Right. Just throwing, just throwing hats, hats throwing at it, things, yeah. Getting them to do different things for us. Um, it's just, it is so much fun. Why can't we just describe games as fun? Why don't BAFTA <laughs> get a, a category where they just have fun games yeah. in them? The... Um What's been great about finishing it is being able to go back and look at how people have been playing it. And it's quite... um, They updated the firmware just before Mario came out that you're now able to share video, 30 seconds of of video, Uh. hold down the camera thing. And seeing the way that people have... um, Because the cap... uh, The way the cap works is that you can can actually... um, use it to jump to places that you don't think that you should be able to go to so, so for speedrunners it's an absolute dream but yet when you just when you think that you've broken the game and you're oh, going to jump into this little bit I bet they didn't imagine there, there are some coins there Ooh. and they're like we knew you were yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. this um, and yeah I've just been going through the subreddit going, and so people have been finding new ways to enjoy these levels the mini games are in there it's, it's just I don't know what I don't know what I don't know how they beat this. What happens next? I thought that was Zelda. How do they do another Zelda game? I don't know what they do with uh, with another Mario game. That, Good, that was great timing, Simon. That ends the review. <laughs> seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll go for a quick piece of music and then we will be back to close the show. this is but I've put my piece of paper away <laughs> it's an OC remix of the Super Smash Brothers theme which has got uh, obviously got Mario in it isn't it so theme um, Jupiter you surprised me earlier by saying that you were nominated for a thing I didn't think people could get nominated for 
Yeah, Golden Joystick's always. You're nominated for a Golden Joystick? I'm shortlisted even, yeah. Okay. One of the eight people you can vote for. Right, so yeah. what So what? are you best action game or? <laughs> yeah, I'm the best action okay, game. Okay, or for best licensed <laughs> game. <laughs> what no, is it for? I'm What's going on? Slash broadcaster. Oh, oh, right. They're trying to get a piece of that action, are they? Who are you up against? Um, Waypoint, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, um, someone from the Yogs cast. Okay, uh, there are a lot of them at the Yogs cast, aren't uh, there? I think her name's Anna, but I don't really know. Okay. Um, yeah. So what does it mean being nominated? What does it mean? Hmm. It means you... I was very surprised. Okay. Um, Will you get to go? Ah, uh, no, I can't afford a ticket. They, you still have to no, pay for the ticket. No, that is useless. You still have to pay £500 for the Shut ticket. Shut up. Yeah. Or, no, they, first they tell you it's five grand and they're like, for a table, but no, it's £500 for a seat. Oh. Uh, they'll mail you the award, though, if you win and you're not there. That's nice of them. <laughs> they'll charge really... you the postage. No, no, it's fine. They'll just get someone to open your door and leave it in there for you. <laughs> right. Okay, so when's the one of the awards? Um, It's the 17th, I believe, is when they live stream it, so I can watch the live stream. Uh, we no must find a, we must know people that can get you in there without charging you five hundred pounds. I'd love to go because I'm not sure. I'd like I'm against some really big names. So yeah. I don't think I'm going to win the award, but it's really great to be nominated. There's a really nice blurb about my community being really awesome and about um, that I highlight so many indie games, which is really nice. Wow, uh, is, is voting live now? Yeah, you can vote. Uh, there's one week left to vote. Um, so if you go to if you Google Golden Joysticks voting, I'm sure you'll find it. And the and, um. I'm under broadcaster slash streamer okay. of 2017. Are we up for broadcast, Lan? Um, no. <laughs> no, we aren't. <laughs> no, because we've only ever won that one award that one time. And it, that was enough for us, frankly. It was recently, wasn't it? Did you see the pictures pop what? up? Didn't they, didn't they, we didn't get a Facebook reminder yeah, that it was yeah. this week. Well, it's because it didn't happen this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember how it how it hasn't happened this year. Oh, yeah. And it quietly went away. Well, I, um, I guess you, could, you don't miss what you don't have. <laughs> and as we're, as we're not award winners, then, um, there you I, go. yeah, I guess. Um, right, okay, good. Thank you very much for coming on, Jupiter. I'm sorry it's a bit rough around the edges, particularly at the start. Um, I don't, don't normally do this, charming. was it? Okay. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was uh, re- really great for you to come on. Thank you very much. Best of luck with the gold joysticks. Thank you very much. I rate this show a 7 out of 10. Okay, as you should. Good. Anne, yeah. you need to really, really get at it. Do I? You do. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, you know, I think this time next week. Well, do you know what? Uh, I will be spending... Well, there's no additional hours in this week, so I'm just going to have to spend actual hours in the evenings playing okay. this game. All right. I'll, I'll get on it, Simon. Don't worry. Please do. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, apologies to you, to the listeners for the technical errors <laughs> right at the start. Uh, normal service will Charming be errors. resumed next week. Uh, thank you very much. We'll see you later. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> how you end the show. All right, let's do it properly. Thank you very much. See you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>